Hey everybody, uh, before we get started, if you guys are looking for any uh, homemade jewelry, say for your wife, kids, whatever, t-shirts, uh, stickers, or anything like that, go check out Freya's Freehand over there on Instagram. They, um, you know, just looking at some of the stuff that they have, they got some great jewelry, some, you know, some pretty cool shit, man. Definitely go check them out. Again, it's Freya's Freehand, and the best thing is, is that it's all-American-made right here in the good Midwest up in Wisconsin. So now let's get started with the show. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of When the Hammer Drops. I am your host, Layak. As you can see right above me right here, it's where I'm at on Telegram. So definitely don't forget to go subscribe to that channel up on top there. As well as, well as you know, subscribe at Rumble, uh, YouTube, we're on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And we're on all the um, podcast networks like Apple, Spotify, and all of them. Amazon, you name it, we're there. Go there, give us a, you know, five stars, give us a review, give us a, you know, if you don't like the show, let us know. If you like the show, let us know. That's what it's all about. Today we got a pretty big show. I actually recorded it earlier, but I had some audio difficulties that didn't come through. So I wasn't too happy. So I have, (laughs) I'm redoing it right now, but hey, that's what happens. Shit happens and you just got to go with the punches. So, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to cover a few things about monkeypox, uh, um, the FBI's attempt at trying to figure out who has concealed carry licenses throughout a lot of states, uh, particularly in Missouri right now, because they called them on it. Uh, also, UPS, um, people have had ammo shipped through via UPS, and it doesn't show up amongst uh, uh, a breakdown of the good old um, inflation re- um, act of 2022, whatever the what, whatever they want to try to fucking call it. We're going to go over that. So let's get started right away. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to start off with this monkey pox um, and I'm going to show you. A little something from uh, from the WHO website, WHO website. Okay. Um, So basically, it's breaking down what, you know, what is monkeypox? Uh, Vaccines used during the smallpox eradication program also provide protection against monkeypox. So if you have the smallpox vaccine... It, you have you are protected against monkeypox, and one thing they're not telling you is that ninety nine percent of the cases right now that are happening are due to male to male sex. And I, I covered that in my one episode, but I have uh, a video from the CDC that I will play uh, from one of the doctors, and she'll go over that. So basically, what this says right here, and this is directly from the WHO website. The WHO website, not the WHO, who is the band, but you get it. So the WHO website. Um, So you can go look this up over there. 
um, it basically gives um, a rundown of like what to expect with monkeypox. Um, monkeypox, okay, like one thing right here, monkeypox is caused um, by a monkeypox virus, a member of the yeah, same member of the smallpox, chickenpox, blah, blah, blah. So um, systems, uh, the symptoms for monkeypox lasting for about two to four weeks. Severe cases can occur in recent um, times. Uh, case fatality ratio has been around three to like three to six percent. I don't believe that. That it, honestly, um, because that changed uh, from the first time I looked till now. So everything's changing, and I think the reason why it's a three to six percent ratio is because. Um, third world countries, because technically monkeypox is in, um, and it says right here, it's where, you know, pretty much originates from. It originates pretty much from Africa, um, rainforest regions, stuff like that, which over here in the States were not. So it's kind of, I'm kind of curious in how it's surviving over here. If, I mean, cause conditions aren't the same as they are over in Africa. But what I find kind of funny is um, one of adverse reactions to the jab is like shingles. Um, what and herpes and all that stuff. I mean, you can, Pfizer documents, which I have at our um, Telegram spot, you can look them up. It's funny that what better way to hide another pandemic um and that the virus you know the jab doesn't work which is caused from the jab because there's a lot of people that are saying that this is being caused by the jab which i'm still looking into so bear with me on that one i'm not going to say it's 100 but if that is the case what better way to hide one and allow another so-called now that they have this other vaccine for monkeypox to come in and usher in. What better way to hide the fact that the one doesn't work than with this? You know, because now you, there's no blame. You can't blame game anything or anything like that because they're technically hidden. So you do have that. Um, so, I mean, this is just all stuff, I mean, that you can look up, look up online. Go to WHO. Or you can see it here right now that it's, I mean, two to four weeks really isn't that bad. But the kicker is, um, is this video I'm going to show you. And in the video, it clearly states that 90, about 99% of the um, people infected with it is due to male-to-male, you know, having sex. Which is does not fit in the narrative for the DNC because, or, you know, the rhinos or anything like that. Because they can't have that. So, I'm going to get right into that right now. Um, so let's get rid of that. And we are going to get started right with this. So this is going to, it's about a two minute video. Um, so here we go. Good afternoon. My name is Maria Negron and I'm a veterinary medical officer and the lead of the EPI task force in CDC's 2022 monkeypox response. Next slide. As of yesterday, July 25th at 2 p.m., 
the total number of monkeypox cases reported to CDC was 3,487 cases. This includes 45 jurisdictions, including DC and Puerto Rico, and three cases in people residing outside of the US. The top reporting jurisdictions include New York, California, Illinois, Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Next slide. This is the EPI curve for monkeypox cases reported to CDC as of July 25th, 2022 at 2 p.m. The y-axis is the number of monkeypox cases and the x-axis is the date of report to CDC. Also included in this EPI curve is the 14-day moving average of cases reported to CDC. Next slide. For those with available age data, the median age is 35 years with a minimum of 18 years of age and a maximum of 76. I would like to highlight here that the pediatric cases are not reflected yet in our accounts. For those with available sex assigned at birth information, 99% of them were male and the majority reported male-to-male -male sexual contact. Overall, amongst those with race and ethnicity available, 38% of cases were among non-Hispanic white, 32% among Hispanic or Latino persons, 26% among non-Hispanic Black or African-American, and 4% among Asians. So, I mean, this is something that, you know, I mean, this is straight from the CDC. So, you know, again, fact checkers, go ahead, go to the CDC website, look up the information yourself. It's 100% from the CDC, okay? So that's my whole thing that I think I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go too much into the monkeypox thing. This is the information that um, I have been able to give, you know, so this, hopefully that helps you guys out. Um, definitely, the one thing I would not do is don't be like those people in New York right now that are waiting in line to get another you know, jab of something that isn't going to work. If you've had the smallpox vaccine, you're fine. Obviously, 99% of cases right now are male to male and it's sexually transmitted. So that tells me, is it? I got to ask, is it a sexually transmitted disease? Why is it only attacking male to male? Again, it's funny how these things work, but you know, that's just where I'm going to leave it with that because if, I'm sure if I go too far into it, I'm sure that, you know, YouTube and Facebook is not going to like that. So moving on now, we're going to talk about the FBI's uh, attempt at a gun grab. Maybe is it, are they doing a gun grab? It definitely seems like it. And I have a video for that. And that one's going to be about five minutes, six seconds. And I should just say just over five minutes. And what that's going to cover is the senator questioning the director of the FBI. And you'll notice in this video, when he says that he needs more time, and he'll give him a written response. Well, see, here's the problem with the written response. And the senator will call the, the agent out on that the director out on that because if he's given them a written, a written response, 
he's not under oath anymore. And he has, and when you, what you'll learn from the video is that he had ample time to prepare for this meeting, which he obviously didn't prepare himself very well. My whole thing is, is if you can't prepare yourself with having this amount of time to answer the questions that are set in front of you, then that either one of two things, either one, you're definitely hiding something because I mean, it's obvious that the FBI has become political, politicized with the uh, Biden administration and stuff like that. I mean, let's be realistic here. I mean, they lost Hunter's laptop, but we had a senator, we had a congressman that actually still had the information. So, you know, I mean, they lose stuff all the time, it seems like, and it's, you know, they're very politicized and they're on Biden's side. So, and I'm sure with me saying stuff like that, I'm going to end up on some list eventually here, which whatever it is what it is. So let's get into the, um, the article and, uh, the video for you. Um, again, the video is going to be about five minutes and I'll cut my, my video feed. So this way you can just have that. You don't have to see my pretty mug. (laughs) So, all right. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to do one thing real quick. All right. So first and foremost, and I do apologize. I'm one person here. I'm not like a lot of these other places that have somebody behind doing all the stuff. I'm doing everything. I do all my own research. I do everything which is kind of a pain in the ass, but I'm doing it. So, because I want to bring this information to you. Um, So, okay. So basically this is right straight from Senator Hawley's website. So you can go to his website and you can look up this information yourself. And, you know, again, fact checkers, fact check that. You can't. So, I mean, this is just a rundown of basically what, um, what's going on. Uh, so, we'll, I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on this part. Um, it's basically everything that I said that's in the video. It's just the written stuff for his website, just kind of do an article. So I'm not going to get into that too much. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to jump straight into the video. It's five minutes, um, just over five minutes. So I'm going to play that and I will be back with you guys after the video. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Director Ray, I sent you a letter last week about the FBI's decision to try to obtain sensitive personal information related to concealed carry permits in the state of Missouri. I've got the letter right here. Have you read this? I have had a chance to, to, glance, to glance at it, yes. Good. So let, let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, why is the FBI attempting to audit concealed carry permit records in the state of Missouri? So I I guess the first thing I would say is we will get you a longer, more detailed uh, and specific response to your letter. Um, I am generally familiar with the kind of audits that we're talking about. So I can give you a little information now, but we will follow up with you in writing uh, to give you a more fulsome answer to your letter. The, The kinds of audits that we're talking about are routine audits that are conducted uh, by our CGIS division, which also encompasses NICS, among other things. Uh, These are audits that we do not with agents. There are no agents out talking to people. 
um, they are routine audits of the system to make sure the system is being used properly, and they do that at the direction of an advisory policy board that is uh, manned with not just FBI agents, frankly, not just federal law enforcement, but state and local law enforcement from all over the country. Uh, and so these audits go on, uh, they look at small samples in order to make sure the system's being used properly. They're not focused on individuals uh, or their uh, Second Amendment rights or anything like that. And in fact, uh, these audits, which go on, as I said, you know, every three years, I think, is the cycle. We had one uh, in, in your home state in 2018, for example, and I think it was very uneventful, and I would expect this one to be as well. You're, you're correct that there was one in 2018, and what the sheriffs of Missouri say in 2018 is that the FBI did not request concealed carry records. You are requesting it this year. In the state of Missouri, only the sheriffs have these concealed carry records because Missouri law explicitly forbids concealed carry permit information to be turned over to state officials or to federal officials for reasons that you can surely understand. And we've seen recently what's happened in California, for instance, when gun owners are, are exposed, their personal information put out into the public record. So I just want to understand why it is the FBI is now seeking from our sheriffs, and we're talking about multiple sheriffs who have, comment, who have, who have contacted me, who have contacted other state officials, who have spoken to the press, saying that the FBI is now asking for the names of concealed carry permit holders in the state of Missouri. Why is that? If you've not done it before, I don't understand. Well, again, I, I'm going to have to look deeper into to give you a more fulsome answer to your question. Uh, my understanding, my limited understanding, uh, as we sit here right now, not having a chance to drill into it more deeply, but is that, the, uh, that under Missouri state law, checks for concealed carry permits are run using one of those systems that CGIS administers. So in order to be able to determine that the system is being used properly, consistent with the audit, consistent with the direction of the advisory policy board, I think that may explain the answer. But so, again, okay. let, me, let me follow up with you so in you, more detail in writing. Okay, so you can confirm, though, it sounds like you're saying that indeed the FBI is asking for, for records because you just said that would be the reason for requesting this information. I, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I've heard that may be part of, may explain the disconnect, but I'm not sure. Well, heard from whom? You say you've heard. Heard from your agents or... From, from people within the, our organization, yes. As okay. I'm trying to, as I'm trying to, in the middle of everything else, trying to unpack what exactly is going on with the, the dust-up over this particular audit. Well, you say in the middle of everything else. You can understand, I hope, why this would be of significance to the people of Missouri. Absolutely, and that's why I've committed to you that we will make sure we get you a detailed response in writing. What, what, what could you possibly be doing, I mean, with the personal information of these individuals? Let me ask it this way. Are you doing this in other states as well? Are you going to other states and asking for concealed uh, records, concealed carry permit records in other states too, or is it just Missouri? I know we are doing audits, these routine audits in some other states, but I don't know. I think it's a function of different state laws as to what exactly is within scope in terms of the use of the system. Why are you asking for it now from the state of Missouri, from our sheriffs, when you didn't ask for it in the past? Again, I'm going to have to get more information to be able to provide you a written response to your letter. The, what What steps would the FBI take to make sure the information remains private if you're able to obtain it from these sheriffs all across Missouri? Uh, again, I'm the same answer. I really want to be careful not to um, speak when I don't have all the facts. Okay, so you're not going to answer my questions. Well, um, uh, no, I, I am going to answer your question. We're just well, you're not answering them not now. Not here, because I don't have the answer. <laughs> well, because you're under oath and because you're not prepared to answer them. I'm disappointed, frankly. I, I sent you this letter days ago 
this has been on your radar screen. The attorney general of our state sent you a letter before that. Um, you've known about this. This is of significant concern. It directly affects Missouri state law. You can understand the position. You've praised your local law enforcement partners earlier today, Director. You're putting them in a terrible position in the state of Missouri. State law says they cannot turn over these personal records. The sheriffs cannot. You are asking them to. Apparently, in an unprecedented fashion, they've not been asked this before. I want to know what in the world you're doing with this. And frankly, I don't like the fact that the FBI is snooping around the concealed carry permit records of Missourians. I don't like it at all. I don't know what you want to do with it. I don't know what you're going to do with the information, but I don't like that you're putting our sheriffs in this position, and I'm disappointed that you're not ready to answer my questions. Let me... Now, I mean, I mean, you, you, now you've seen the video, so you tell me, uh, is the director just unprepared to answer anything? Or is he doing it intentionally? I feel he's doing it intentionally because he wants to write out in length and detail of what's going on. This way, I mean, you even heard the senator. By doing this, he's no longer under oath. So anything that he says from written in a letter can't be held against him. And that's exactly what he's trying to do. That tells me he's hiding something. There's more to it that's going on. And I feel that, I mean, if this is happening in Missouri... It's, I guarantee you it's happened in other states. And the reason I feel that they need to know who, can see, who has a concealed carry permit because those are the people that they, in my opinion, with basically militarizing all these other uh, government organizations like the IRS, um, Department of Homeland Security, all them, they, by knowing this information, they know where to go to first to get the weapons it's no secret that the Biden administration and these clowns um, are at a full out attack on this, our second amendment rights. It's not a secret. I mean, he's even Biden has even said that the second amendment is not, is not absolute, which last time I checked, it is. Um, it's our rights. It's our right to bear arms. And, you know, but most importantly, what the second amendment is, is for our right as citizens of America to hold our government accountable. When, the, you know, it's not working for us, it's our duty as Americans to step up and put into motion a new government. And that's what they don't want. They don't want us doing that. They don't, and that's why, if you haven't noticed, like in school now, they don't teach the kids this shit. And they won't. Why, why? Because when the next generations come, they're not going to know the stuff that we know unless we teach that next generation about that. And I, I, I plead with all of the, the parents out there with the kids and all that stuff, make sure that they know what the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and all that stuff is and what it means. Because with this whole woke generation, they're, not, they're learning only woke bullshit. Let's be honest. They're not going to be learning this stuff. They don't want them to know this. It's part of their whole, it's, it's all about agenda, the 2030 agenda. Look it up. <laughs> it's, it's about communism. You know, you don't think communism isn't here in America? You're sadly mistaken. The CCP, and I, I speak on the CCP an awful lot, and there's a reason for it. 
It's because most of our politicians right now in office are in the back pocket of the CCP. And part of the things that the CCP wants is to dehumanize, you know, Americans and basically just beat them down, beat them down, beat them down. So they don't ask questions. They don't want to stand up. They don't want to do anything. China wants America. The CCP wants America and they want it for one reason. They want it for them. They don't care about us. They want us gone. Mark my words. People need to start waking up and realizing that and see how evil the CCP is. You know, not everybody in China, not the whole, you know, China country is evil. You know, the people in China, I'm sure, you know, that there's people over there that don't agree with what the CCP does or what it's about. I mean, I think that there was like 400 million uh, people that have left the CCP, which is quite a bit if you really think about it, because they're, they don't agree. But this all ties in. <laughs> it all ties in. I, I can't make, you, you can't make this up. And don't go to, because you're not going to get your information. Yeah, Fox News seems like they're, you know, trying to be all like, yeah, 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 blah, 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 you know, against Biden, against Biden, all the other bullshit. But let's remember, they were the first motherfuckers to call the election in 2020. Even though it's coming out and everybody knows it was stolen. And I'm sure by me saying that, YouTube's going to have a field day with me. I'm sure I'm going to get a mark on for YouTube for saying that. I'm sure I'm going to get a mark on Facebook for saying it. But I don't fucking care because it's true. Everybody knows it. So, all right. So let's move on. I don't want to spend too much time on that. <laughs> so let's move on to, um, well, first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into this, uh, this right here. This is the UPS losing ammunition. How do you lose ammunition? I would really love to know that. So, um, yeah, so, okay, so about 18,000 rounds of ammunition uh, shipped through UPS. It was just kind of like, I guess, just vanished, according to Patrick Collins, CEO of... <laughs> I don't understand how you can lose that kind of um, ammunition. I mean, if if somebody else can tell me that, that'd be great. You know, let me know. How do you lose that? Email me at layak at layakswhenthehammerdrops.com. And, you know, let me have your insight on that because that'd be quite interesting to, um, you know, quite interesting, interesting to understand. So, all right, so let's just get into this. So Patrick Callan, CEO of the, the gunfood.com, says he lost thousands of dollars worth of ammunition. Why? Because customers' orders don't always seem to make it to their doors, especially delivering with UPS. In fact, he says, out of 18,000 rounds of ammunition shipped through UPS, only a third were actually delivered. That's a lot of ammo missing. Where's it going? That's a, I mean, that's a legitimate question. I mean, and... I'm sure they've contacted them and they haven't gotten a really good response. I know personally, ever dealing with UPS, UPS has gone downhill dramatically. I still don't understand why other companies use use UPS, but for some reason they still do. And it just blows my mind. But this is troublesome because this is ammunition for weapons. Is it just vanishing? I mean... 
we have already seen what's going on with the FBI and their attempt at the gun grab. We're going to get into the IRS and them having 5 million rounds of ammunition and 4,500 guns and counting. We're going to get into that too. So, you know, it all kind of maybe coincides with each other. So let's, let's continue on here. So Collins joined Glenn Beck's radio program to detail the issue. The lengths his company has gone to work with the delivery service and the lack of detailed response or explanation from UPS. Go figure. Why would UPS respond? Okay, so okay, Collins says UPS blames the packaging even though his company has always met and exceeded all available packaging protocols. I have pictures of how the packages are packed and with within the packages, he explained, and I have all of that information. In fact, we changed our protocol here at thegunfood.com to have our drivers, when they drop off the packages at the centers, they have to actually take pictures of it on the conveyor belt when UPS takes possession of our packages. Hmm. That, to me, sounds like a clear-cut case right there. He has all the information and proof that he's dropping it off at UPS. So from where does it go from UPS? Let's keep going. So Collins told Glenn his company isn't the only one to have ammunition go missing during delivery. I know quite a few other folks that have had well over $300,000 of ammunition gone missing. And it's really changed the way we have to do business. $300,000 worth of ammunition gone missing. So is it the drivers taking it? I mean, but you figure if the drivers take it, wouldn't when they drop off the package, they have to scan it, right? So they scan it every place. And when they put them on the trucks, they scan them to let them know that they're on the trucks. So either they're not making it to the truck and they're going somewhere else. And then from there going somewhere else and that's being scanned. I mean, that's the only feasible explanation. I mean, call me conspiracy theorist, but I mean, come on. Seems like nowadays conspiracy theories come true within six to nine months. And here we go. So let's keep going here. Uh, So the Glenn Beck program reached out to UPS to ask why the ammunition and gun sellers might be having these issues, but the shipping company didn't exactly answer the question. And this is, I believe, in the response. Dear Glenn Beck program, regarding your question about shipping ammunition as a common carrier, UPS transports ammunition that constitutes cartridges and small arms as defined in federal regulations. UPS has safe safety protocols to help ensure the safe transport of ammunition in our network. We work with our customers to address their con- with the concerns, including those with packaging. You can find out more about how to ship your ammunition on ups.com. Glenred. Okay, so to UPS. It's just a write-off. However, it's becoming very expensive write-offs. I would like to thank you for bringing a lot of attention to this because it is really is a big deal, Colin said to Glenn. It impacts people on multiple levels more than your average citizen would think. Imagine if the police department doesn't receive the ammunition that they would need to serve their civic duties. Well, imagine if you got sloppy with ammunition and you just kind of losing some from time to time. What would they accuse you of? Glenn replied. There's no excuse. It's either theft from their own employees, or it is part of a hidden policy that is disrupting the flow of ammunition. Oh, did I, 
without even getting to this. Come on. I can't make this shit up. And their stonewall in here bothers me because there should be an answer what happened to it. And then, of course, there's a video clip which we will not uh, play. But this article here is from Blaze Media. So you can go there on Blaze Media and you can look it up. And nice thing about like this, this is the type of stuff that you can get from Telegram is information like this because you're not going to get information like this from your mainstream media. This stuff isn't going to be reported. Why? Because it doesn't fit the agenda. They want to be all fluffy and all that bullshit now. They don't want to tell you what's going on. So ammunition's gone missing. The FBI is trying to figure out who all has a concealed carry permit. And now we're going to get into the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 and how it's going to affect us with the IRS basically being more militarized. So, well, let's, why don't we just jump into that? All right. Um, with that, I have two videos with that, but before we get into the videos, I think what I will do, well, I think it's just the, okay. So, I apologize. I think it's just the two videos that we will get into. If I can find it, <laughs> bear with me again. Take a look at this. This was a. Hmm. I don't know what happened to that one. That one of my videos went missing. It looks like really, that's really strange. All right. So. While I tried to figure out that one, let's uh, take a look at this. This one. was a new bill that was just here. passed by the Senate. It's not law yet. There still needs to be some talking about it. But if it happens, this is one thing that will happen. 87,000 new IRS agents will be unleashed on taxpayers in the United States. Take a look at this right here. Take a look at the income level. Take a look where you are on how much money you make. On the left-hand column is how much money you make. And on the right is how many new audits will be done by IRS agents if this goes into law. Take a look right there. So if you make $100,000 and under $200,000, there will be 160,000 new audits happening in the United States. Okay, so, so there you go. Oh, so that basically gave a breakdown of what's going on. So there's, they're hiring 87,000 more um, uh, IRS agents, um, which is kind of, if this law passes, that's just, it, it's more of an attack on us. Um, and what I find really peculiar to be honest with you, is why the one video is completely and utterly gone for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to find it. So I need you guys to bear with me here. Um, well, I don't know what the heck happened.
Plus the Border Patrol combined, okay, the IRS I'm is going to be bigger. You guys watch this. This is wow. a massive power grab. In the legislation, they... Uh... Those IRS agents are designed to come after you. They're not designed to come after the billionaires and the big corporations. They're designed to come after small businesses and, and working families across this country. The Democrats are making the IRS bigger than the Pentagon, plus the Department of State, plus the FBI, plus the Border Patrol combined. The IRS is going to be bigger. This is wow. a massive power grab. In the legislation, they uh, charge for the investment in training the IRS and hiring more people, but they don't weigh in the upside of what you get from that in terms of increased collection of taxes. And also, it's a deterrent because people will know uh, that now there are more people looking at the tax returns at that high end with their high-priced lawyers. I say it's amazing, Maria, watching these Democrats amendment after amendment, common sense amendments, they vote against. I introduced an amendment to say don't create 87,000 new IRS agents. Every Democrat voted no. For example, as I said, every single Democrat, all of them voted to increase gas taxes. So they are lying because they stood up and voted, raise the gas taxes, stick it to the producers, make our consumers pay more at the pump. That's the end result they want, and, and their voting record proves it. The Democrats know this, and by the way, we had amendments to say, let's not have any of these taxes fall on people making under 400000 The Democrats all voted no. This thing is an absolute tragedy for the American people. You talked about the IRS uh, Army. For the American people, that's on page 33 of this bill, the IRS Army. Number one, most of the IRS agents aren't even back in the office. They're still working remotely, um, and then they're going to go find 80000 more. That's insane. So when they start treating the IRS as a military agency, you should be very worried. And that's exactly what the U.S. government is doing. In 2018, the Government Accountability Office reported that more than 2,000 IRS enforcement agents have more than 4,000 weapons, guns, that kill people, remember? The IRS is also stockpiling more than 5 million rounds of ammunition. So, eh, there we are. So as you can see, um, this does directly affect us. Biden has lied to the American people. The Democrats are lying to the American people by saying that we're not going to be taxed, which obviously you can see there, we are all going to be suffering. It's all mostly middle and lower class that are going to be suffering the most. On top of it, how is this with more spending? How is this going to help us with inflation? It's not. And the reason why it's not is because all this is going to do is it's going to increase more inflation. Inflation is going to keep going higher and higher and higher. We're going to feel the effects of this one probably about probably by next year, if not sooner. So, and the Democrats are trying to do this because they know they're trying to push all this stuff through now because they know come November, they're going to lose a lot of seats. The Republicans are going to take over. And it seems to me like the Republicans that are going to be coming in, to be 100% honest with you, are more about America first and not about this, this you know, pushing this green deal and this, all, this other bullshit. Because that's exactly what this is. This whole in Inflation Reduction Act is complete bullshit. 
Um, I love how they say that, you know, you get a $7,500, uh, you know, rebate if you buy an electric car. So you mean to tell me I got to spend $80,000 on an electric car just to get $7,500 back? Fuck no. Why would I do that? It doesn't make sense. And here's the kicker with that. One thing that they don't tell you is that in order to be, in order to get that rebate back, the battery from the electric vehicle that you're buying has to be made in America, which currently there isn't very many. So I think you might, if you're lucky, I think you might have to get like a Ford or some bullshit, something stupid, you know, and it's, you know, if you have a Tesla, that doesn't matter. You're not going to get a rebate. You know, I personally, I'm sorry, but, you know, this supposed war on fossil fuels is complete bullshit. This whole, you know, green bullshit, I'm done with it. And people need to start waking up and realizing that it's complete horseshit. Because they were saying this back in like, 96 and 2000, the polar ice caps are going to melt and blah, 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 you know. And here we are. We're still all here. Okay. It's just, yeah. But on top of that, on top of all of that, today, on Monday, August 8th, they decide that they're sending another, another four point. Five billion dollars to Ukraine to a grand total since this Russian invasion happened to 8.5 billion dollars of taxpayer money going over there. You don't think that has anything to do with the inflation here at home? Hmm. I mean, we're just giving money away like it's nothing. And the funny thing is, is that piece of shit Zelensky. I guarantee you he's not in fucking in Ukraine. He's probably in Poland, where he has been. And by the time this is all said and done, he's going to walk away a billionaire. This, to me, and I'll be honest with you, right here, you know, it's conspiracy. You know, the biolabs over there were conspiracy, but guess what? They're there. You know, Pelosi just, when she was making her trip to Asia, it's funny how she landed right in the same area of a biolab. Hmm. Go figure. So, all this money that's going over to Ukraine, I think it's just being laundered. Um, it's lining the pockets of Zelensky and his people. They're going to all walk out million and billionaires. Um, I guarantee that there's some of that money earmarked for Biden, Pelosi, and all of them. These politicians have sold American America out. They have sold us out to the Chinese. They have sold us out to Ukraine. And while we're sitting here at home suffering with baby formula shortages, with uh, gasoline prices high, you know, everybody seems to think, oh, gas came down. You know, the White House loves to say, oh, the gas came down, the gas came down there. But it's still $2 too high for no reason. Because your blatant attacks and your policies against fossil fuels, against the oil. And, you know, and then they try to spin it saying that all oh, this all started because of Ukraine. It all started because of Ukraine. Bullshit. The whole war in Ukraine, I think, is a bunch of bullshit. We're sending more money over there that we don't need to be sending. 
Um, I mean, if the politicians can go to Kiev, uh, you had you two go to Kiev and throw a fucking concert, that tells me that everything seems to be okay. They seem to think that Ukraine is winning the war on the to the what to the west, right now, or I'm sorry, to the east on Russia. No, they're not. Russia has taken over all that. So we're just still laundering money through Ukraine, even though Ukraine is in fact going to lose this war. I don't give a shit what you hear over on Fox News or NBC or MSNBC. You know, MSNBC is owned by Microsoft, by the way. Don't believe the bullshit, folks. Wake up. So, another $4.5 billion, more inflation on the way. The housing market's about to crash. Amongst a whole slew of other. We're coming into our time of the year where we're going to be going for our crops. How much you want to bet we have more food shortages? I mean, there's more shortages still happening in grocery stores that we're not even talking about anymore. Because it doesn't fit the proper, it doesn't fit their propaganda. What fits their propaganda right now is Taiwan. So I'm, they're going to rev up about Taiwan to avoid everything else. So keep that in mind. And again, I think that's where we're going to cut, cut it today. Um, definitely don't don't forget to give us a five star review. Right, give us five stars. Give us a review. Don't forget to sub- sub- subscribe on our YouTube channel, on our Rumble channel, and for Spotify, Apple, and all that stuff. So this way you get the notifications when new episodes drop. And we'll have new episodes every Monday and Friday with video. We're going to do it like this. Bear with me. I'm still getting used to doing all this on my own. Um, again, I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this to get information out to you. Um, so that's what it is for me. Um, so definitely if you can help out, um, again, follow us over here on telegram, follow us at all of our social media, um, and share our video, share the podcast, man, that, that kind of stuff is going to help. It's not about getting the help like other podcasts want to so they can make money so they can get sponsors and all that stuff if somebody contacted me to be a sponsor or if you hear a commercial or or not even a commercial just me mentioning another company the only reason why i'm going to mention a company is to help that company out it's not for money i can give a shit less about making money doing this i don't want to if a sponsor somebody called me and said i want to sponsor you i basically tell them no i don't need it i don't want it so I'm going to keep it real here for as long as this show goes. So definitely help me out. Subscribe, share, like, and we'll see you guys on Friday.